we're do- I'm doing the Real House with Beverly Hills. And I just love to always be like, uh, Crystal, who this episode is all about Crystal. It's, it's titled The Crystal Conundrum on Bravo. And I just love that she's like, I don't know if you know my husband, Rob, the one who made The Lion King. It's like, okay, Crystal, we got it. <laughs> but, um, but before we get fully into The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I have, I, I took notes this time, <laughs> but, um, and sorry that I keep giggling. Jeez. It's probably annoying, but I, I was going to say like, before I got up and recorded this morning, like my voice sounded raspy. I, I don't think it's as raspy anymore, but it's still kind of raspy. I don't like, I remember when raspy used to be like chic, like it used to be like a little, a little Ashley Simpson raspy, like, like, ooh, it's sexy. And now it's like, is it COVID? Which allegedly it's not. I took a COVID test uh, this morning. But but then I got, like, weird and paranoid, and I was like, technically, the government's just sending us COVID tests, like, for free. And the price is right if they're wrong. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Other Bravo shows that I'm watching, like before I get into Beverly Hills, I will say, uh, I've been doing, I'm, I'm good. I'm getting big on below deck sailing yacht. Uh, Ashley is a monster. And, uh, this episode that we saw last week, I don't think any of us wanted to see that weird race that they had like they just like raced each other on sailboats and it was really boring and they just like kept showing it I I I guess the camera work was really good but like that's it I was like I'm really bored by this um yeah I don't know I I mean I love Captain Glenn and who knows? But just I've I've been I've been knee deep in below deck sailing yacht, and it's been fun to watch. And Marco, the chef, like who doesn't love him? And he has got a food truck somewhere here that um I should go to, or maybe it's like a restaurant. I don't I don't really know, but I'll find out. I'll go I'll Yelp it. How about that? But just to read the Yelp, not to leave a review. And then I was also going to say, well, I mean, I guess speaking of chefs, uh, Top Chef, which I don't know. They eliminated my favorite guy, so I don't care anymore, but I'm still like, I'll watch it to the end. But I think Buddha is going to win. What do you guys think? It's going to be Buddha, right? Buddha has to win. Sorry, I'm just checking if this is recording. Okay, it's recording. <laughs> We're at four minutes and 30 seconds. 39 seconds, 42 seconds. <laughs> We're fine now. Just wanted to make sure that's going on. Okay, but now let's get into The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The Crystal Conundrum. <laughs> um, I did notice, I will say this. I told you all last episode that I think that Kyle is going to 
quit. Like she's going to be gone. She's not the, she's been the MVP for a little too long. And as far as I'm concerned, but I noticed, because uh, it's very important who, who does that previously on the Real Housewives. And it's Garcelle, our queen from the talk. Just saying, though, I noticed that. I took, I, I took notice. <laughs> and, and yeah, oh, good Lord. We're doing a lot. As much as I took notes, just so you all know, it's my notes are very... Uh, I write like a doctor does. Like, it's like chicken scratch. Because this just says, Garcelle does the previously explanation point, and then it says, widows and orphans. And, and that's where we go, is to the widows and orphans of it all. And Sutton's French designer immigration. And my husband, Rob, who made the Lion King. Which, honestly, I mean, Rob worked on it, and God bless, and I love The Lion King. But I just love it. It's like, I don't know if you know this. My husband, Rob, who made The Lion King. <laughs> but I guess I would say that, too. I don't know. I don't have a husband, and I don't know anyone that made The Lion King, but good for them. I will say, last year, uh, I did the math, and uh, their first date made the age gap confusing as in like, I, I love a May December relationship. I really do, but it just not when May is an underage May. How about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Beverly Hills. Uh, we go to, I believe this kind of entire episode we spend in uh, Palm Springs at Kyle's house in Palm Springs. Palm Springs. <laughs> Bagels and schmear. Palm Springs. <laughs> we spend a lot of this episode at um, Kyle Bialine 2's house in Palm Springs because she's opening a Kyle by Shonda or something store in Palm Springs somewhere. But every time we're at that house, I'm all I can think is that it's Kim's house and that Kyle stole Kim's goddamn house. You stole my goddamn house, which is, I believe season one with Adrian Maloof in the limo. But so dealing with that, then we're dealing with uh, Lisa Renna sharing the story of her mother being attacked by someone that turned out to be a serial killer. Excuse me. Like we're doing so much, uh, with this. And yeah, so they, so they're sitting there in Palm Springs and they have bloody Marys delivered to them. And they called the bloody Mary fairy. Who knows? All I do know is, do you guys think Erica Jane is, she knew what was going on, right? Like with the, with the Tom thing. I think she did, but 
She go over bloody Mary. She goes, well, girls, well, ladies, it's me, Erica Jane, and I talk like that. This is what I talk like. I'm an insane person. <laughs> she goes, you know what, ladies? I, I, I'd like to thank you all for accepting me for the wild animal I was last year. <laughs> and Garcelle's like, well, you didn't show any compassion, that's for sure. And it's like, yeah, she didn't show compassion because she's a sociopath. Erica Jane is an actual insane person, and she definitely committed those crimes. She knew about it. She uh, gladly took all the money from it, and that's that. But I just love her being like, we don't, hey, guess what? It's me, Erica Jane. We don't even know if the orphans and plane crash victims, etc., got... We don't know. They could have gotten paid. They might not have gotten paid, but they could have gotten paid too. They, but who knows? It's all, it's like, uh, I think we all know. I don't know. Did everyone like, yeah, we read the LA weekly article. I watched the housewife and the hustler. Also, I see how you live your life and it's really bad. It's, I can't even imagine if I was one of those, uh, orphans or plane crash victims and just watching her spend money living next to Army Hammer's house, to quote Sutton. But who knows? But yeah, we're not even sure that they got paid. Truly an excuse-a-moi moment. And I'm, I'm trying to make excuse-a-moi my catchphrase. But I don't know if it's working. And then, yeah, it went to a commercial. <laughs> I'm literally just leaving. Like, I'm reading my notes word for word. <laughs> I will say, Disney Plus uh, costs a lot of money. I was at a friend's house, and I had access to it. So I was like, oh, let me see what this is all about. Let's see what the hype is about, you know? And honestly, there was nothing. Like, there was just, like, a thousand Han Solo movies. Han Solo is a guy from um, Star Wars. So that's that. Uh, just... Wanted to explain that to you all. This, this is a Bravo podcast. So, so like a lot of those. And then like mostly what I did with Disney Plus is I just watched the first like eight minutes of Up. Because that's a good like crier movie. You know, like if, if you want to like. Like if you just want to make yourself cry, it's like watch that. Watch that first little segment on Up. <laughs> she's not well you guys I'm gonna delete this episode it's not it's not happening <laughs> but you know what I mean by that that part of love and then I watched that and I was like geez people pay like $50 a month for this shit like that's it just a lot of Han Solo and then like you can cry during Pixar and that's it. like okay Suit yourself. Go for it. But yeah, it, it reminds me though of like that dang hook joke, which for the record, if you haven't already turned off, you're allowed to hate me for this, but I like dang hook, but there's, but he has a joke from like way back, like at least 15 years ago, but of, like it's from vicious cycle, I believe. And, but when, like, 
and you're already like, oh, I'm going to cry. I want to make myself cry. I'm going to do it. And like you repeat things to yourself. And it's, it's like, I did my best. I did my best. I did my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> but that's what I felt like watching the first five to eight minutes of Up. Uh, but it's good. I also wrote that. <laughs> you guys, my notes are insane. Because I, I, I kept taking notes, not just on the show, but on like on commercials. But I wrote, Peloton needs to keep DMX off their commercials and keep his name out of their mouth. Because Peloton, I guess in a, in a what they would assume is a strong pivot out of the Sex and the City shenanigans that they pulled. Or the, what did they call the new Sex and the City? They called, like, just like that. But when, when Big died on the Peloton and Carrie didn't call the police, and she was like, I don't really care. And she just, like, let Big die in front of her. And then it turned out that Christopher Noth, I believe his name is, is, like, a, uh, not too nice of a guy. It sounds like he committed some crimes himself. And then Peloton was like, LOL, JK, it's fine. Cause if anything, Peloton prolonged his life. And they're like, just kidding. We found out that he's a rapist. So we won't do anything like that. And they're like, just kidding. Now we play DMX. And I was like, DMX was a good man. And you keep his name out of your commercials. Like you keep him out of here. But And then I said, and same with Johnny Cash and Dunkin' Donuts. So we're in a place of full-blown taking notes on commercial breaks. Like, but also Dunkin' Donuts. Keep Johnny Cash out of there. We don't need that. We're going to buy your donuts. We're going to have your iced coffee that's basically just all sugar. It's, it's fine. We'll do that. Boston's never going to go away, Dunkin' Donuts. But that doesn't mean you need to like bring Johnny Cash into it because... Just leave him alone. Can we leave DMX and Johnny Cash alone? Can I leave them alone? Because now, now I'm talking about them like way more than everyone else is. Who knows? So okay, but so we we get back to uh, Kyle's Palm Springs house, and by Kyle's house I mean Kim's house. You stole my goddamn house. Probably Big Kathy's house, really, but who knows. But Erica Jane is saying, she's like, well, I, I don't know, ladies, we're not even sure that there were people there that weren't paid. And I've been dragged through the mud. <laughs> and Garcelle just goes, Erica? No way. Which I believe. And then, uh, then we cut to... Sutton and uh, Diana being just rich as rich as hell together. Excuse my language. Excuse moi. <laughs> Excuse moi language. <laughs> but they're like, like Sutton's like, you know, because Sutton and Diana stay, they stayed at, at a hotel nearby because they were not staying at Kyle's and, and so I was like, why don't you come on over for, you know, we'll have some breakfast together before we go, etc. Blah, blah, blah. 
but like the breakfast is enough for at least 50 people. It's like an insane spread. And she's like, I don't know, you know, well, I, I am a vegetarian, but God, I've had like a bunch of pieces of bacon today. Bacon just does it for me. I just love bacon, you know? And, and Diana's like, uh, eating, eating bacon does not a vegetarian make. <laughs> and I did love, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel on Diana. Cause she has like the weird, uh, possible Epstein connection, Epstein and, uh, Gaslane, Gislaine. What, how do you say that woman's name? But they, they did a lot of bad things together. So I'm not really sure, but I did love Diana just being like, whoop. <laughs> like, ah. You can't eat bacon and also be a vegetarian. You can eat bacon, but you just can't say you're a vegetarian. But who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. And Diana says... <laughs> Diana says she's very sensitive about her accent and people referencing it or making fun of it. And all I can think with Diana's accent is very much the Anna Delvey accent that... <laughs> Why are you dressed like that? You look poor. Poor? Poor. <laughs> and, and I can't do that good of an impression. Honestly, if you want the best Anna Delvey impression, uh, that girl from SNL, Chloe, uh, does a, that sketch they did, I guess it was like two months ago. So good. Watch that one. But just Diana does remind me of Anna Delvey. Honestly, is Diana Anna Delvey? And I love that, look, you guys, I follow Anna Delby on Instagram and I, uh, I love that she's still like, Hey, Rachel Williams can suck my dick. <laughs> Cause I think Rachel, I don't know. I'm not here. Like Rachel needs to calm down. Like she needs to be like enough. She sounds very bratty, very spoiled. And she's like going She's going on and on and on about all this stuff, but but I'll let you guys Google that. But yeah, Rachel, if you're listening, go ahead, write a piece in Vanity Fair about me. I don't care. You gotta calm down. You gotta let it go at some point. You know, like I'm so sorry, but you gotta let it go. <laughs> you seem like a real brat, and that's it. Okay, but so. Again, we're still at Kyle's house in Palm Springs, and and they're like, Dorit, just talk to us, because this is a safe space. And I was like, Kyle's house in Palm Springs is not a safe space. And um, they bring up someone. Who do they bring up? I don't even know. Oh, oh it's Crystal. They So they bring up Crystal and Sutton's whole fight. That's from last year. So you guys, be careful what you wish for because I was like, please, can we not have a Lucy Lucy apple juice situation with this season? Because I was like, I don't want to have to keep hearing about the robbery. But they were like, guess what, Allison? 
not only are we going to do like a juicy, juicy or Lucy, Lucy, apple juice, juicy, juicy, apple loose, whatever. But they're like, Oh, we're going to bring over a storyline from last season into this season. We're going to torture you with that. Like we're going to do that. And, and they certainly are. And at the same time, also doing that, the Dorit stuff because yeah, like Crystal's like, I don't really feel safe here. I don't like this place in terms of sharing my opinions. Also, my husband did make the Lion King. Does everyone know that? Do you guys know Rob? My husband, he made the Lion King. <laughs> so deal with it. But then, then Dorit's like, she goes, this hearsay, it's not a safe place. It's, this is like a vacation compared to what I've been through, etc. And I'm like, okay, Dorit, yeah. Like, because I will say to agree with Sutton, it's like, yeah, I didn't have a gun held in my head, but geez, it's still, I think Crystal's allowed to be like, hey, you guys kind of bullied me here last year, so I don't feel safe here. It doesn't mean that she had a gun held to her head, but it doesn't, like, you can't just, I don't know. I think we can't, like, disprove everything by being like, well, I had a gun held to my head. And it's like, good Lord. I hope, I hope none of us ever have a gun held to our head. And I'm sure it was horrific, but you can't always be like, Oh, you were stuck in traffic. Well, guess what? I had a gun held to my head or like, Oh, your animal died. Well, I had a gun held to my head. It's like, yeah, that, you know what? I bet it, I bet it sucks to have a gun held to your head. But I also think like, you can still have compassion for people. And Crystal said, she was like, I don't feel like safe emotionally here. So that's it. <laughs> I didn't have a gun held in my head. Like that's like, um, quite a few years ago, but I worked at a restaurant and I was rolling silverware with, uh, a friend of mine that worked there and he had been, uh, I believe either in the Marine Corps or the army. And I hope that it's okay that I'm saying this, but like, but he was like, honestly, it's not even that bad here. And I was like, yeah, compared to Iraq, like, like compared to war, it's not bad, but it still does suck here. Cause it was a very abusive work environment. And that's that. Speaking of abusive work environments, uh, we then find out, Still at Kyle's house. Still. We're never leaving Kyle. We're just... Is it Real Housewives of Palm Springs now? Like, we just live here? But we find out um, that Garcelle's son, who's a cutie pie, is working at uh, one of Lisa Vanderpump's... <laughs> Vanderpump's restaurants now. I don't know if it's Sir. I don't know if it's Pump. I don't know which one he's working at. But she was like, well, he's working somewhere that you all may know. And, like, and Kyle looked shook. It was like Lisa Vanderbilt's restaurant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then, then we're going to Kyle's other house. So we're just in a place of Kyle's house. Like we're not ever leaving various houses in California. Just, we're always at Kyle's house this episode. It doesn't end. It does not end. It just happened. <laughs> but 
Like Kyle is so manipulative like this. And, and you all, Hey, tell me if you disagree, but I, but I love how Kyle just like, manipulates the hell out of things. Cause she's like, Dere I'm your best friend. And like, like cries. And like, I'm so there for you. But she's like, Oh, also, by the way, didn't want to tell you this too soon, but I did want to tell you that uh, someone was outside of the house taking pictures. Does that freak you out? Are you okay? And she's like, and Teresa's like, are they scouting the house? Are they looking for a place to rob again? I had a gun to my head. I had a gun to my head. <laughs> and Kyle's like, no, I'm sure it's nothing, but I just wanted to let you know. Hope you're not freaked out. Anyways, like, it could be anyone. And by anyone, I also mean, look, I, you guys, I hate to bring up Teddy, but like, Teddy Mellencamp, for those of you who forgot, and God bless you if you forgot about Teddy Mellencamp, but do we all remember that her husband was like, oh yeah, I make alarm systems and like security stuff. So I'll do it for your house. But he did it for Kyle and for Dorothy. And then they both like got robbed within the next year. So should we check on that? I'm just saying maybe we should check on that because it could be a coincidence and I'm sure it is and it's totally fine. But I'm just saying maybe we should check on that. I wouldn't let him set up an alarm system for me. Sorry, it just, I wouldn't, based on just those people being horrifically robbed. I don't know. Also, Piquet has diabetes. And Dorit's like, can, she's like, my husband Piquet, he has diabetes and he refuses to change his lifestyle. Cause he's like, it's like, darling, can you grab me a diet Coke? Another, and she's like, another diet Coke. How many is that today? And he's like, it would be my second one today, which I don't know. I think if you're going to drink a, a soda, go full sugar, but I guess not if you have diabetes, I feel like is diet Coke. Okay. If you have diabetes, I think it is maybe not. I don't know. I will say, though, I, I do love Piquet and Dorit together. And I love that they, like, watch shows together. And she was like, she was like, Piquet, don't you dare watch those shows. Don't you watch any of our shows without me, etc." And he was like, well, I really want to watch Squid Game. <laughs> but I just think, I think any couple that's like, oh, we have our shows that we watch together and you're not allowed to, like, cheat on me with the shows. Like you can't watch the show behind my back. I think that's the cutest thing in the world. So I do love the K and, uh, and Dorit do that. Like I know for a fact, I watched, uh, this one went under the radar, but, uh, there was a Julia Child show on, it's either HBO or Showtime. But the, I'm, I'm Julia Child. I talk like this. I'm insane. Oh, is it? Is it artichoke season so quickly? Who knows? Blah, blah, blah. Do, do, do. But I, uh, 
with my boyfriend, I was like, if you ever watch that without me, you'll be in trouble. And yeah. So that's that. But it was a great show. I, I, I'd say go check it out. And then, okay, we're finally at Sutton's store. So at least we're not, we're not at Kyle's house. Although, you know what, you guys, I bet Kyle, I bet the Palm Springs, which is Kim's goddamn house, not Kyle's, but I bet that house or Kyle's other house that is like here somewhere in Beverly Hills. I bet they're gorgeous places to be at. Like, but just, I don't need a whole episode to just be at Kyle's house. You know, like we, let's do more. This isn't summer house. This is Kyle's house. But so yeah, we're at Sutton store. <laughs> bonsoir, bonsoir, bonsoir. Cause the Parisian designer is there. The one that she had to, she was like, I, you know what? I've been putting out fires all day. having to get my Parisian designer here. Getting, getting him through immigration with all this COVID going on. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. And I love that Diana, the newest one who, Hey, we're still figuring her out. Um, I, I do know she's gorgeous and very rich. Apparently, uh, I think they said this on episode one when we were introduced to her, but like from her divorce from God knows who, well, I mean, not God knows who, her divorce from her apparently ex-husband, but got like, like something like $200 million from that. So she's like, she's like, yes, I'm very rich and, um, I'm Nuovo rich. So I wear Cartier rings, five of them on each finger. Cause I'm, I have so much money. And also I don't go to stores because designers send things to my home because they know what I like and my style and my size. And I was like, pop off. And she was like, also, I cannot go to stores because there is too much dust and it hurts my allergies. And I was like, keep popping off. I love that. Cause I, if you know me, I hate stores. Stores are the worst. Like, like if you want to see me have a full blown anxiety attack, Put me in the back left corner of a Costco. Seriously, my nightmare. So I was like, you go off with that. Diana, it's, we're still in a TVD moment for Diana, but I'm like, I want to keep watching, which is probably why they hired her. It's like, that's good TV. I'm like, I'm like, you have my attention. I want to, I need to figure you out. But yeah. I love that. Can you guys hear the paper? Do you love that or do you hate hearing the paper? But we also then get, like, uh, Lisa comes in. Lisa Renna, not Vanderpump. She has been very much off the show for a long time. And Lisa Renna comes in and she's like, she's like, hey, everyone, um, Harry's still cheating on me. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's it? Let me do a Lisa Renna impression. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, Harry Hamlin, Harry Hamlin. He's still cheating on me in Canada. Anyways, I just got a phone call. Lois had a stroke. Lois had a stroke. Can you believe? And Lois is her mother. Um, who unfortunately did pass last year 
during the filming of this. So it was kind of sad to, as much as I, I am not um, a Lisa Renna fan. I'm sorry, I'm not. Uh, but it was hard to watch that moment because I was like, ooh, we all know what happens now. Or at least if you like follow if you follow social media and things like that, like, it's like, oof, that happened. And the, the interesting, like the, um, yeah, the interesting thing about Lisa Renna's mother, Lois, I mean, one, she was an all-star. I loved Lois so much, but when she randomly told that story, uh, about, how she got like assaulted. Like she got like hurt really badly by this man that turned out to be like an insane serial killer. So it's like, she survived that. And I was like, can we have a spinoff of just like Lois, like telling that story if it's not too painful for her, but we didn't, but that was, I believe two years ago they had that on the show. And it was like, what? Like, that's just, like, because she just kind of casually mentioned it. She wasn't like, oh, I'm traumatized. She was just like, yep, well, that happened. And I will say, though, uh, Lisa Renna, shortly after her mother passed, and by shortly, I mean the day after her mother passed, she was like, uh, get your Renna, hey, it's me, Lisa Renna, get your Lena Lip Kits and use the promotion code LOIS for 50% off. And I was like, way to capitalize on your mom dying. That's pretty cool. And by pretty cool, I mean not cool at all. I mean that I said, excuse moi, because I was not cool with it. But yeah, so Erica obviously doesn't go to Sutton's store opening. Like Erica's sitting there with like Mikey and some other makeup person, which how is she still paying for that? I don't know. I know the orphans, the orphans and widows don't have makeup artists, but Somehow Erica does when she goes, well, you know what? It was a group text. And I said, I'm not going, but I didn't even say it. I just didn't answer. So I was like, okay, well, this was a useless scene. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. You're giving me nothing. We've all been to the KFC in Burbank, Erica, for your fake paparazzi photos. And then, yeah, so we're back at Sutton's. It was a very chaotic episode. Like, the way it was filmed was very, like, I was like, we're in this location. We're in this location. Are we at Kyle's house again? We're at Sutton's store. We're randomly showing Erica go. It was a group text, and I don't respond to a group text. And it's like, just respond to the group text, weirdo. <laughs> like, is everyone, excuse me, is everyone okay? <laughs> But so then, so Dorit and Kyle show up to uh, Sutton's store, which I need to find. I'm going to go to Sutton's store. Just to, I can't afford anything there, but just I would like to go and support. Maybe she sells, like, bookmarks or something. And I can buy, like, a bookmark for, like, $5. But I doubt she does. But, you know, like, something cheap like that. But Dorit's really upset. She's like, What? Why is there press here? Why Why is press at the event? I, a friend should have told me this. How selfish of a friend to not tell me that there's press. And I'm like, you guys are filming a reality show. Like, 
Like you have cameras following you as there is. So as much as, Hey, Dorit, I love you. But like, you're not allowed to get mad at press being somewhere because you literally have cameras following you. Like you, it's a real, it's hi, hello. You're on the real housewives. And the press were just like, Hey, it's me, the press. Are you excited for the store opening? And she was like, I'm traumatized simply. I can't. But I was just like, I sort of get it, but I was like, I don't, I, not really. Actually, no, I, I don't get it. But whatever. But then, yeah, the rest of the episode, we're talking about how um, Sutton said something problematic to Crystal last year. Which, again, so we're just going to do, like, I, you guys, this is my fault. This is totally my fault for the last episode. I was like, let's not have a Lucy Lucy apple juice situation where we just do the whole thing for a season. Because Bravo doubled down and they're like, oh, Allison, you don't want, you don't want the whole thing for a season? Guess what? We'll bring up last season's drama. Like, so we're doing this, this whole thing where Crystal's like, she's like, well, what Sutton said was really dark and hard to come back from, but we have come back from it. Also, my husband, Rob made the Lion King. Do you guys know that? Rob, my husband, he made the Lion King. <laughs> and Sutton said something really dark. <laughs> And during, also during that conversation, um, there was like a random woman in the background at Sutton's store opening, like just recording the housewives on her iPhone. And I was like, that's me. I was like, that would totally just be me in the background. It's like, well, recording that. Yeah, I don't know. So they, they we continue talking about that. And then we're kind of left with like a, next time on the housewives, but like dark is a really problematic word. You said, she said something dark and who knows what's going to happen. And what did she say? It's a dangerous word. So dangerous. And (laughs) it's like being accused of murder. It's what Sutton says. And I was like, excuse, I'm really pushing, excuse moi. And I was like, uh, being accused of murder? Excuse me? I don't think that it's that bad. Like, I mean, unless you murdered someone. But, but yeah, so we do that. Uh, Dorit has like a therapy appointment with something called ENDR. And I took a note to Google that, which I did not Google. But basically her therapist is like, Hey, uh, like (laughs) she's like, Hey, I want you to know that you feel safe right now, but also close your eyes. Imagine yourself on the floor with a gun to your head. How does that make you feel? And like, obviously she like gets upset. Like she cries. Cause I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to imagine being on the floor with a gun to my head. That sounds bad. Um, But yeah, and then like Piquet, uh, Dorit's husband. I will say this is a very unpopular opinion, 
I'm like kind of hot for it to root in PK. Like I love their love. And I'm like, I want that relationship. Like, is that weird? And I know last week or last episode, I said like, Hey, Dorit and Mauricio are having an affair, which they are. That's okay. Sorry, Kyle. Goodbye, Kyle. Sorry, but they are. But that doesn't mean that her and Piquet's relationship isn't hot as hell. Because I love that for them. And I love that Piquet took a moment before her therapy appointment in between Diet Cokes. It's like, He's like, well, I was talking to George last night, and George said they took material things, but they can't take us or something. He said something along that nature. And I was like, George, who the fuck? George? And then I was like, oh, George Michaels, because PK loves to be like, hey, I work with George Michaels. I manage George Michaels. Also, on a different episode, when Vanderpump comes back, which I believe it's coming back, like, probably next spring or maybe this fall. But when it comes back, I'm, I will share with you all that I have a big conspiracy theory, but George Michaels is James Kennedy's real father. And I said what I said. But that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I love you and that's all. And did you know that Crystal's husband, Rob, made The Lion King? Just so you all know. Also, should I stop trying to push excuse-moi on everyone? I still might say excuse I'll certainly say excuse-moi when I watch the uh, Demois HBO series, which that's ridiculous that that got picked up. Um, but that's a deep internet cut. I also, I was convinced, I know that Demois got uh, exposed now, you know, we know Demois' real identity, uh, but I, I was fully convinced it was Jill Zarin's daughter, Allie Zarin, but it was not. So, yeah. All right, but that's it. Thanks for tuning in to the Witty Bitch Podcast. Bye.